0: Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. No hype, no BS, no censorship. Just real-life online marketing tactics. And now your hosts, Gail Breton and Mark Webster.
1: Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. I'm your host, Gail Breton, and together with my business partner, Mark. Hey, guys. We are talking about the recent wave of outbounding penalties that Google has been ramping up lately and people are talking more and more about and people are kind of linking this to get guest posting sometimes for good reasons sometimes not so for so good reasons and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about but before we get started with the episode if you are not subscribed yet don't go and subscribe to us you can find us on all the audio podcast platforms so Spotify, iTunes, But we're also on YouTube, actually. So if you're on YouTube, subscribe. There's a button below. Hit the notification bell as well so that you don't miss any of our videos. We actually have a live chat with people who listen to the podcast. when we release the podcast on YouTube. So if you want to interact with us as well, I actually, every week, I am on the chat just chatting with people who follow us. It's kind of fun. So if you want to join for that, go for that. And if you follow us on YouTube, you won't miss that. So let's stop the promo now and let's get started with the podcast. Mark, what happened? Oh, my God. So... (laughs) Today was
0: the ultimate lesson in how news slash fake news spreads around the internet. I feel like I got a very interesting lesson on it for the first time in an area which I know quite a bit about. So you and I, we've been doing online marketing for about 10, 11 years each now. And we've done a lot of guest posting. We've worked with clients. We've built our own sites. We've had penalties before. We've worked around them. We've built good links. We've built bad links. We, we know there are certainly people that know more than us, but we know a fair amount about what's going on about the landscape of search engine optimization. I woke up this morning. I actually read saw it in bed, you know, turn off my alarm, check Facebook, of course. And there's a bunch, the algorithm has given it to me, shown it to me first. And there's this article from Search Engine Journal, and the title of the article is Google penalties on guest post articles. Okay, so okay, the assumption one would would make about that. By is... the way,
1: I want to be clear: in our courses, we advocate people do guest posting, right? So that like, we're also clear on like our position so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. A Search Engine Journal released this article. So essentially, what happened was someone's site got an unnatural outbound links warning. So that's a manual action from Google. That individual made some assumptions about what was going on. They posted these assumptions on a Facebook group, which is SEO Signals Lab. There's a screenshots of their webmaster tools and a screenshot of the the actual notice. I'll read it out for you in a second. Search Engine Journal, someone at Search Engine Journal saw that and wrote an article about it. That article, perhaps misunderstood slash slightly distorted, intentionally or unintentionally i don't know what was going on quite significantly uh-huh. and we'll get into the specifics of this in a minute but when you actually look at it it's quite hilarious a lot of people obviously shared that article it's quite sensationalized kind of it's
1: it's quite it's just like clickbaity as fuck let's just say that it's like it's not that it's not just that... in a way it's not just it's going to a way that though. appeals to people's fears you know because a lot of people use guest posting mm-hmm. And so a lot of people pay attention to a headline like these. Here's
0: so, what I'm going to do. Here's the H2s from the article. I'm going to read them out to you. All right. The first yeah. one is outbound link penalty. Second one is guest post manual action from Google. The third one is is Google going after guest posts or paid guest posts? Question mark. The third one, no official statement from Google. The fourth mm. one, should you continue accepting guest posts? Question mark. Yeah. So pretty inflammatory. Anyway, this article comes out, a bunch of people share it, a bunch of people will post it on a on a group on, we have pe- people post it in our our Facebook groups, many others as well, people post it on their profiles on Twitter, and they'll often put a little comment around it, like, is guest posting dead, or what does this mean, or what's going on here, or uh, help, what do I do? Should I still accept guest posts? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, oh my God, your post then, is outdated, you should... Uh, you should
0: and then you a know. lot of people who didn't actually read the article will then comment with the assumption about what the article is about, often missing the point. And even the people in this case who did read the article, they're still reading essentially misinformation. The headlines, yeah. And, and they're basically their... just read the headlines often, you know? I mean, the whole article is is based on like misinformation. We'll get into that in a second as so, to why that is. So you have a lot of people commenting on various levels of the incorrect kind of sequence of events that that followed and commentary that followed and then people commenting on those comments. And basically, that's why I said this is a shit show, because it is. And this all occurred because there's a lack of critical sense by a few key individuals in this chain. And certainly a lot of people further down the chain who, you know, probably through no fault of their own, because you you see an article on a Search Engine Journal, which is supposedly a fairly reputable uh, site in I the, disagree. the SEO realm, although that's a debate as well to have.
1: Honestly, like I don't read a Search Engine Journal and it's like, if you're an advanced SEO, like apart from like the occasional news, maybe you might be interested, but like, like the rest of the comments, pretty uh, surface level. And I know for a fact people like selling somebody site, like it's like it's infiltrated you know
0: <laughs> we'll get into the motivations that different parties might have later in this this episode to give you a bit of context to that as well and one thing i will say is there are generally a lot of beginners newbies people who maybe haven't seen a sensationalized story such as this before nah. reacting to it with with a lot of fear, with a lot of doubt, with a lot of kind of concern really about what to do. Should they keep guest posting? Should they keep accepting guest posting? Uh, guest posts on their site rather. And yeah, I want to kind of address, peel all the layers of this story back and get back to the root of what actually happened here. So we can provide you with the information about what happened and you can make your own mind up about what's going on. And I'm pretty sure that when you read or hear the facts of what actually happened here, you're gonna have a different point of view than what you currently have if you've you've already seen the story.
1: All right, stop promising, stop delivering, okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay, let's get started here. I think enough teasing. Okay. So I think the the way it started is like a post on SEO Signals Lab, right? And I think uh, I'll just throw a screenshot if you're on the video, I'll just throw a screenshot on this so you guys get to see it. But basically like someone received that thing that message from Google in Webmaster's console, and essentially it says, your outbound links have been penalized. What is quite interesting though is um, his traffic's not down at all, right? It's just the external links from his site just don't seem to help other websites' rankings. And actually the fun part is I actually went to find him and I chatted with him like a couple hours ago. So I asked him just three questions. He didn't have that much time. But the first one, I was like, are you a link seller? To which he answered, no, I'm not a link seller. <laughs> I'm like, so you didn't charge for this post? And he's like, yeah, I charge for this post. So they were essentially default paintings here. And then I was like, oh, how do you think Google found this site? And this he didn't really know, but uh, he says he doesn't promote guest posting on his site. And the link was a branded encote- uh, anchor text in relevant content. I don't know what the site is, so I can't really judge it myself. That's That's just the answer I got here. And I was asking like how his traffic went, and he actually said his traffic is up 30% week on week right now. So it doesn't seem like his site's traffic went down for all matters and purposes. It's only the people who he links to that are not getting as much of a boost in their rankings, not really his site being affected in terms of traffic,
0: basically. That would make sense, because so, this is not an inbound link penalty. This is an outbound link penalty,
1: meaning that... I know, but like the question, should you still accept guest posts becomes kind of irrelevant at this point. All well, right. I
0: want to I want to wind the clock back even further. How how do we know this All is right. about guest posting?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, the thing is, like, guest posting is such a white term. I mean, I would not call it guest posting when you paid. Right, I call it paid links.
0: How do we like, know it's about these specific links? That, like, how do we know here? If you read the, because he the, he I kindly posted a screenshot of the message from Google. I'm going to read it out to you now. The subject is okay. unnatural outbound links from, and then his site is blurred out. Violate Google Webmaster guidelines to webmaster mm-hmm. of domain. Google has detected a pattern of links from your site to other sites that is either unnatural or irrelevant. This pattern attempts to artificially boost other sites' rankings in Google search results. Such unnatural rankings would cause search results to show preference for results not relevant to the user's actual query. It also violates Google Webmaster guidelines. Therefore, we are discounting the trust in links on your site. This manual action has been applied to domain.com So, to fix this, remove the unnatural links on your site and file a reconsideration request. After we determine that you have complied with our guidelines, we will remove this manual action. Here's how to fix this problem. Identify unnatural links on your site. Look for links that were added to your site in exchange for some type of compensation, like money, goods, services, or reciprocal links. 2. Remove or use nofollow on these links. The nofollow attribute allows you to tell Google not to crawl a specific link. 3. Submit a reconsideration request. Okay, where did it mention guest posting?
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So um, I guess I guess he assumed that it is guest posting. So when I talked to him, actually, one thing I didn't mention is he basically told me it's an affiliate site, hasn't been doing very well with the latest updates, and as a result, he was trying to monetize in other ways by selling posts on his site or like selling links on his sites, basically.
0: Okay, but just back up a second there. So what I just read out, there was no mention of guest posting. No. So. Here is the post that this individual made on SEO signals lab initially. I'm gonna read out to you Google started a campaign against sites that are accepting guest post articles. Okay One of my sites have been hit by the manual penalty and the message basically says and then he puts quotation marks But he's paraphrasing here. So he's kind of putting together a message which he thinks Google is essentially saying here it says, we have detected that some of your articles are guest posts, dot, dot, dot. We have disabled your authority for your outbound links. Please set your outbound links to nofollow and submit a review request. Okay, right. If, if you compare that to what I just read out before, what the actual message said, there's quite some difference in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Next
0: this is still him him talking. Important facts here. My site has no mention that we accept guest posts anywhere. All guest posts were using informative content and branded anchor. The site only posted 15 guest posts in the last four months and all guest posts have been mixed with other content of ours. The penalty doesn't affect our site traffic. And then it goes on to talk about is Google targeting guest posting in general? Is it one of the strategies our guest posts all going to become no follow in future, bit of kind of, well, scaremongering. I don't know if that's the right yeah, word. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's like, I'm not sure if I should say that, but like um, I'm friends with him on Facebook now that we talked and uh, a lot of his timeline is quite similar.
0: Okay, so we have here a situation where this, this person's received this notice from Google, which has no mention of guest posting. He's made an assumption that it's specifically about guest posting. And he's basically put that in the post. So that's one thing. Mm -hmm. What happened next is that Search Engine Journal, someone at Search Engine Journal read that. The author of the post is Roger Monte.
1: Roger Monte.
0: So Roger wrote what this individual said and where this individual has paraphrased. So remember that the quotation marks I said just a second ago. So what he wrote, not what Google wrote the author of the search engine journal article thought that that was a quote from Google. They thought that Google has said that. So they wrote this article under the assumption that that was a copy paste quote, what Google said. And they, the second H2, as I read out before guest post manual action from Google. Initially they wrote the following. They wrote the publisher reported that the manual action email said, and then that, that paraphrase, which I said, so this is what's going through the mind of the person who wrote this, this article when he wrote, wrote it. What happened this morning was particularly interesting. Glenn Alsop, aka ViperChill, who runs the SEO Blueprint, he noticed this. And he noticed, hey, there's a discrepancy here. This isn't what Google said. This is what the guy was paraphrasing. So Glenn wrote to Roger and said, hey, this is you've made a mistake here. This is a paraphrase so upon clear information remember that the the person that this happened to said that the message basically says and then in quotation marks yeah, yeah. he has a screenshot of what it's the message his own interpretation. Actually says there's yeah. zero doubt whatsoever that this person is paraphrasing here right and when that was pointed out to the author of this article roger monty instead of saying this is paraphrase he wrote possibly a paraphrase yeah which to me is like just one of the most disingenuous things you could so no tickle, possibly yeah. do, because yeah. you've written an article with a a slant, fair enough. You based on an assumption which you had you had made. When you've been proven that that's not the case, or you know you've or you've obviously made a mistake, anyone can objectively see that from the post in SEO Signals Lab. Rather than change the article, delete the article, rewrite the article, you add this possibly a paraphrase but as if that kind of gets you off the hook or, or makes what's happened here okay. And it's just, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the editorial standards here are atrocious. Really low, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. We, I mean, it, making mistakes is okay. I think it's like we've made mistakes in the past, right? There's cases where we drop reviews on services and we say things that actually were proven to not be true. Yep. And also, like, for example, Matthew I talked about this in his interview, You know, we do what we can to try and fix it in the best way possible. Matthew spent $15,000 in advertising the post that he fixed after so that he could, like, essentially make it right in terms of information. And for us, same, like, we put, like, massive disclaimers, like, we were wrong on this article, and we've left them to this date on these articles where we were wrong. So I think being wrong is okay. It's more about how you react to being wrong, and that's kind of the problem here, especially when... A lot of people just don't read that stuff. And like, they just read the headlines and it just spreads like wildfire. And then we go on our Facebook group. People are like, oh, guest posts are dead. I don't know what to do. Running around like headless chickens, not knowing what to do. And suddenly the thought of the article, like for not fixing it, to be honest. It's just making the industry worse, in my opinion.
0: This went so far that seo roundtable today reached out to google to to say is there a campaign of uh said of no yeah. targeting guest posting and so they they now have an article today google confirms <laughs> no recent campaign against unnatural links yeah, yeah. gary oh you know, uh, yes? no
1: gary has, yeah he was in the valley when we were there actually yeah yeah so he said it's not the case and uh, it's funny as well like a lot of um like more black hat people pbn people etc came out on twitter as well so like cyrus shepard tweeted that they're like, that's kind of weird that you guys, you hat SEO guys, just discovered that Google's been doing this for like five years or something. And like we've been receiving that on our PBNs and stuff like that. So it's not doesn't seem to be that new, actually. It doesn't seem to be like that exciting, etc. It's just maybe it's been extended, maybe. And the thing as well is that like this message says it's a manual action, right? So I don't think it's the cause of an algorithm or something like that. It's just this guy's been spotted. It's been reported, whatever it is, how Google found out. And just the guy at the spam team was like, oh, like, this guy is selling links. Boom, just like apply this, and then the links don't really okay. apply the algorithm. And to be honest, it's quite nice from Google to not kill his search traffic. In the past, they would probably have destroyed his search traffic as well, or they like, indexed it completely for pure spam or something. So I think it's actually Google's becoming less hard, if anything. like if you're saying and the funny part it's, is it's,
0: it's maybe though a better way of targeting people who are are acquiring these links the people who are benefiting because yes. because they don't know about it you know if, you're, exactly. if your site gets a manual action i was going to lose that. all your traffic you sure as hell know about it right but if the sites you're getting links from or buying links from or whatever Still you're trying to get them are having these penalties then you're unaware that that they're not having any effect from you which begs the question so if you're buying links from a big link seller,
1: how many many of of them are
0: actually doing any good or not?
1: That's what people were saying on Twitter. There was a joke as well that Forbes probably has 10,000 of them because like so many links have been sold on Forbes, et cetera. But like, it's quite interesting to see that. But like, yeah, it means that probably a lot of sites do have that. Although I did talk to some anonymous link sellers and they say that sites they work with haven't been affected, like no single one of them, et cetera. Um, That
0: being said, if you're a site that's had this penalty and someone's buying links from you, would you voluntarily tell them that you've had this? Because it just ruins the marketability of you selling links. Just FYI, to clarify, anyone who's watching this for the first time, we don't advocate selling links. We don't advocate buying links. We do it the old-fashioned way. So that's kind of like our position. We understand some people are different and take different perspectives. This is perhaps one of those situations where we're seeing like a real – possible negative effect of of that that approach but again still a lot of unknowns
1: yeah the thing as well is it's coming at an interesting time right because on i can't remember i think it's on march 1st but i'm not 100 sure where nofollow doesn't become an instruction to google but rather a hint to google which is slightly different and uh, i'm sure google's enforced that already but like the official date is like really soon and I know that Karouf has done tests, and actually he found that it seems mm-hmm. like this co sponsored and Raleigh equal what is the other one? There's Raleco-sponsored, there's another UGC, one. User-generated UGC, user-generated content. seem to be passing some link so I almost half expect that like, nofollow links will also pass link juice if Google decides it. But it's like Google gets to decide to guess the final word on this versus you had the final word, nofollow was a hard action that Google would respect regardless of whether they agree with it or disagree with it.
0: Here's why yeah. I think that is. One of the negative consequences of this whole kind of uh, negativity around guest posting or around hosting guest posts, linking out to other people, as I mentioned before, a lot of people in comments are saying, oh, should I just no follow all my links and, and, and this kind of thing? Or should I build guest posts? Should I actively try and build guest posts which are only no follow? Is that safer? Right. A lot of confusion. And this kind of stems out of the fact that there are numerous bad actors at play here. So there are people who get guest posts on a site and then instead of making a high quality post with somewhat organic link to to the website or whatever, they instead are trying to stuff it full of spammy links to all their clients or their specific organizations. Like we talked about Forbes, big sites which are targeted right there are moles in there there are interns who are on the payroll of these seo companies there are entirely made up persona like fake authors who have multiple columns across multiple websites and fake linkedin profiles like really complicated like black hat kind of shit
1: very it's smart funny. though
0: like, like i, I I'm, I'm like it's quite impressive like how some of this stuff so how far people go for this
1: actually uh, i can tell the story about this because uh my fiance she used to do that she used to do link building for a while and uh, at some point she built a persona it's been a while and it's been several years she built a persona in the event industry and uh, like she was like she found like a really good author she was working with him kind of like walking her way up like pr style in this to the point where her fake persona and i'm not gonna give the name literally got was invited to like speak at conferences and do all that stuff, etc. And like all of this was completely fake with this stock photo, right? (laughs) So so yeah. Just just for the uh... avoidance
0: of doubt, we're not recommending you do this, by the way. No, Uh, it's something uh, that was done a
1: while ago in another company.
0: Because this exists and because this phenomenon exists, it gets expensive and time consuming for these organizations like Forbes to police. So it's often easier for a director or a manager to just make the decision like okay let's just no follow all links. And yes. I don't think that it's helpful for the internet if certainly for the good actors in play. I don't think it's helpful for them if everyone just no follows links. So I'm wondering if this Google finally admitting that they're that's not adhering to the no follow fully is maybe a consequence of an overreaction of no following, if that makes sense. And so that mm-hmm. they're then gonna like take it, uh, read it and like accept it, but then still make their own mind, Google will still make their own mind up about whether or not to follow it, how much link juice to pass and, and that kind of thing. Because yeah. you can see if some, uh, a massive algorithm as complex as the, the Google search algorithm. It would probably make sense that it's not a binary thing. Do I follow it or do I not? There's probably like some kind of like scale like how much do i do i trust this how much should i follow this they've probably got their own kind of mechanism to to determine that
1: so i think it reminds me of the um, like marijuana in europe for example like people like there's basically the law and there's like the reality of the market like you go in france like i think they're like the second biggest uh, smokers in the world or something like that but it's completely legal to own any for example mm-hmm. and they It's the same with paid links, right? I think Google is just waking up to the reality of the market, which is people just buy links. And they're like, well, then that's fine. Then you you should do these things. But to be honest, we're just going to take matters in our own hands and get to decide in the end. And kind of like, you know, if these same, the test from Karouf was like, route sponsor links past links, Well, I think that's adjusting to that reality of the market as well. But it gives them more control, right? Because if they push people to take these things, then they're able to first train algorithms to recognize what would be a paid link, what would not be a paid link. They're able to modulate the power. So maybe this has 100% power now, but like this becomes a problem in three years. And then they're like, OK, well, it's po- Relical Sponsored Links just dialed back to only 50% power so that we can. And then like normal links just get 100% power and just rebalances the rankings, et cetera. So it gives them more tools to rebalance the algorithm to do that. And it also trains machine learning algorithms by incitating people to at least tag the paid links so that. They're able to better understand it and make that decision in a better way in the future once the data set is big enough, basically. I
0: also want to add that a lot of people hadn't seen this before. So like an outbound link, a manual outbound link penalty. And so part of the, I guess, confusion is because that appeared to be a new new thing to a lot of people, at least going by some of the comments. Yeah. It sort of made them more certain that this was specifically about guest posting or whatever. This is not a new thing. This has been going on for a long time. There's a, a really interesting thread on the Google support forums of all places, where a fairly innocent person had a like a health and beauty blog, and he got this this message. He got this issue, and they posted about it. Like, what do I do? And people were commenting, and 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 eventually John Mueller came in, and he said, and I quote, "There is absolutely no need to no follow every link on your site." So let that sink in. Yeah. yeah. However, those that are there because of an exchange, such as a product or service for a review, should have a round no follow on links to yeah. that product, to their sales page, and any social media profiles that are linked because of the review. So, mm-hmm. reading between the lines, what was going on here was that health and beauty sites getting free products, writing reviews about those products, and do follow it, like not no following the, the links to. To that website thus causing a problem reconsideration request submitted and problem solved
1: yeah i mean i don't think it's a big issue i do think a lot of people are gonna buy links that don't help anymore though i do think like, so like well, even the, if it's a i i've been doing that I... for four years already right yep so i guess i want to go back to the main question to like slowly get to the bottom of this which is first of all is guest posting affected what should people do and then let's talk about what I just mentioned, which is the situation of like paid links, et cetera, like are people just buying links that do nothing, and like how would you ever know that this is happening like because I know a lot of people who listen just buy links, and it's the reality of the market sure. again. So what's the plan? Because the thing is, like, my dignity was like, oh, like, if the site has traffic, then it's probably good. and probably means that Google likes the site, so you get good things. Maybe your reaction to that, to be honest, kind of like a direct reaction to it. It's like, no, nope, these sites keep their traffic, but the links don't count anymore. <laughs> so, like, you guys can not actually tell if we still like these sites or not and if we cut them. And then the incentive of the site owner is to not tell people.
0: Correct. And you have no way of knowing because there's no outward change or no outward metric that you can you can measure to understand what's going on here so where that leaves us is we're in a landscape where you don't know if a guest post from a specific site is going to be good or bad based on any kind of seo metrics or there's no tool which can tell you this so what does that leave us with how can we determine whether a site is good or bad well I, i guess that's like a. I mean first of all you can't Exactly. You can have an educated guess based on their kind of editorial standards, site age, site design, site size, a whole host of factors about whether it just seems like a legitimate entity or kind of fly by night organization, who else they are linking to these kinds of things. But it's very difficult to know for sure. But what that does, that uncertainty is that it will push people to to stop going for guest posts on maybe questionable sites. And only mm-hmm. go for like the super high end stuff, which is what get- Google originally considers guest posting, not these uh, five dollars sponsored post That's uh, that's they
1: call. I it think it posts. just increases the prices of ranking when you buy links from link sellers as well. In general, like it's just in general, like you can assume there's gonna be like a percentage of junk in there. Like I don't know, like twenty percent, thirty percent, five percent. I have no idea. But what I know is like some sites will be affected. And you'll be paying for nothing. So, like, to get the same results, you just need to buy more. And I don't know if Google decides to push that more, then that joint percentage will just go higher. You know? Sure.
0: And just to be clear, this is not something that's gonna happen. This has already been happening for many years. Yeah, yeah. So it's also worth saying, you know, if if you have been buying links, which we don't recommend, just to reiterate, if you have been buying links from other sites and it's been working for you, then you must, at least up until this point, have been doing something right, uh, at least in the algorithm up until this point. So even in that case, it's not necessarily a a situation where you need to change everything tomorrow. But I think as a best practice going forward over the medium to long term, it's probably you're going to have better results by going less for the low end, more for the high end in future.
1: Yeah, I, I think also when you reach out to a site and they just send you their prices right away, like the chances are probably pretty high. Like, I, I mean, I don't even know if they're, pretty, they're higher than a site that would not do that because, like, it might just be a 3% chance. I have no idea how many yeah. sites are affected. So I'm trying to be careful this... with my words. I'm trying to not do the same as what happened to this article. They would probably be higher.
0: <laughs> this is also a good time I think to reemphasize the, the bad neighborhood effect. So getting links from shit sites who are doing dodgy stuff or selling links who are, or even something which is not really that far on the dodginess spectrum, but like do following a link after getting a free product from the the owner, that is increasingly gonna be risky or not effective, but you gotta ask yourself, like how many sites have this penalty and continue to sell guest posts knowingly to link sellers? And link sellers have a limited pool because there are a limited number of sites out there who, who sell these things, right. Who sell guest posts on their sites. So I feel like there's th- this pool, which isn't really growing that much. It's just like the amount of people have infected by the, this outbound link penalties, probably going to increase over time just through the bad neighborhood effect, so I feel like
1: there's a whole analogy with the coronavirus right now. The same thing, it's quite <laughs> interesting. interesting, but, uh, okay, so. How do people not get caught by this kind of bullshit news in the future?
0: So a better question to ask is like, how do you apply critical
1: sense to, to SEO? Uh, you should do politics I, in the future. You take my question and you just like change it. And you're <laughs> like, no, that's a bad question. Let me just ask myself the question that you should ask. Yeah.
0: I think it all comes back to trying to be as objective and scientific as possible. So... Look at the original information, not what commentators are saying. If you see someone posting is guest posting dead with a link to search engine watch or journal or whatever it is, go read that article. Search engine watch right? just
1: started hating us now. We already had one enemy from this podcast. Have-
0: <laughs> oh dear. Go read that article. Don't just read what the person posting the article posted in their two sentences on Facebook. Read that article and then Is the information coming from a specific source? If yes, go read that source. And that's the key. Get back to the source, get back to the facts, get back to the original information, not what other people are commenting or other people what are saying about it. Take everything with a pinch of salt. So in this case, the individual who was affected by this manual notice, he basically said, this is all about guest posting for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And
1: interpretation, take interpretation out, focus on the facts.
0: Although, to be fair, you know, he knows his site. No one else knows his site. So he has more information than us. So he is better placed to actually make that call, right? But, and this is a big but, you have to look at also the individual. Like, what type of personality do they have? What have they done in the past? What kind of posts do they make in the past? Are they massively into conspiracy theories and this, this kind of thing? Because that affects how people make decisions. Mm-hmm. Some people are okay with like, not knowing exactly what's going on and just being like, okay, well, I, I can't be sure. So it's one of these things, I'll keep monitoring and move on. Other people have this inclination that they have to know why this is happening. Why, why, why? And they will create a narrative in their mind and they will basically build the world, their worldview around them to support that. Backwards rationalize everything that happens to for this one thing that they thought to make sense. And nothing you I can
1: tell I'm them otherwise. This to the, will, the, I'm adding this to the, philosophy podcast <laughs> as well. <laughs> nothing
0: you can tell them otherwise will convince them. No amount of, of evidence e- either way. we, we don't, let's be honest, we don't have much much evidence here. So, yeah, it's a so questionable one, for sure. I think it's also very important to be aware of the different motivations that different people along the the news cycle, the news chain have. And I'm looking specifically here at, at search engine journal and the author roger mm-hmm. monty so if you actually go to roger's site which is i'm not going to say it but it says his tagline is stirring things up since 2000 so You're like 20. what does that tell you maybe he's a bit of a shit, sir maybe he, he admits it himself what is the motivation of search engine journal are they trying to give the best information possible well you know to an extent yeah i mean they want to give I think they have a good
1: intention for I, sure. I don't think they're like evil you know like
0: for sure I'm not saying for a second that they are evil, but their business is to get, build engagement, get traffic, get clicks, get people to view yep. their, their content. So the more sensationalized they make their content, the more clicks they get, the better you know their metrics are, the more traffic, the more ads they sell, et cetera. So... And I'm not saying that any of these one things is like the the underlying factor of what's going on here. That could be that could make up like one percent of the reason all this kind of stuff happened. But you just got to be aware of all these different motivations as well. The author also runs a penalty recovery business. So again, is there something to play there? Maybe not, right? Maybe again he's just made a mistake, and we're we're the assholes here for like calling him out or trying to call him out. In which case, I apologize, but you know it's just one extra thing to to consider and you i'm speaking to you as an individual listener here have to be aware of all these things and and kind of like make a snap judgment about what's going on but not pigeonhole yourself too much into you creating that as the reality and still being opening to new information coming in changes to that which changes fundamentally what you previously thought and finally to apply critical sense just be very, very careful about what people post on social media because generally they, they haven't spent two and a half hours reading the backstory and like try, finding the source information and talking to people who, who were affected by this. They just read the headline on search engine journal or scanned the H2s yeah. and, and, and posted it.
1: It reminds me of a meme I saw on social media the other day where it was like uh, how we treat information. And there was like, oh, in the '90s we would trust leading scientists. In the at uh, 2000 we trust PhDs and PhD students. And in after 2010, Karen on Facebook, you know. And it's like, that's that's a little bit what's happening here as well. And it's like, I'm not trying to like discredit the groups. They're really good, actually. There's a lot of cool groups, and you should check them out. And SEO signals up, honestly, one of the best free groups you can join. Highly recommend you check it out. But you need to understand the ship of all levels with all sorts of beliefs that will pose there. And there's no, there's not a strong editorial filter here. Everyone can, is free to speak and it's fine. But you, it means it's your job to apply critical sense to what you see in front of you and, and not just take it and absorb it, you know?
0: And just for the, the, the sense of balance as well, to anyone listening to that, that also applies to anything which Gail or I say. I mean, what's coming out of our mouth. We try and make it as accurate and, and genuine as possible, but we're human beings at the end of the day. We have our own inherent biases. We make mistakes all the time. If you spot us making a mistake, we will gladly apologize for it. You point it out to us and you know we, we understand it to be a, a mistake. Uh, it happens we'll, a lot. Like, we'll change every time our we content it, where possible yeah. if this kind of thing happens. Also, someone's ability, how they handle making mistakes is is another indicator of of their credibility. But it's just one indicator. It doesn't mean because we're trying to be honest about that, that everything we say is is genuine. Again, because there will always be mistakes which we we make. And as an individual in the world of SEO, which is inherently dealing with imperfect information, you don't know how Google works exactly, you don't know what it knows, you don't know whether the links you're getting now are going to work or not you just have to kind of be okay with that and keep going forward and keep applying the best practices that you know while taking everything with a pinch of salt and 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 trying to understand what's really going on without creating a false narrative
1: in your mind. Yeah, it is tricky. I think we're going to close it here. I think that is enough. I don't want to spend two hours on this. So, thank you for listening. We will be linking to everything either in the YouTube video description or we will be linking to everything in the podcast show notes, which uh, you will find on the website. So you can go to toyhacker.com, click on the little bell, and you will see the latest podcast there. If you enjoy this kind of content, let us know in the comments. I'm quite interested to know if you want us to react more to the news, etc. And if you enjoy this content a lot, then don't hesitate to subscribe, hit the bell, or subscribe on the audio channels, so iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of that, everything, it's all there. You can get it in whatever format you want. This kind of content, we have one a week. I know we missed the mark on Monday, but we're working on that, guys. We're going to fix that. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. Have a good week and see you later.